Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Bonnie and Clyde. I watched the second half of Bonnie and Clyde. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. It's been nice because the last few weeks we've watched movies about couples who like yell at each other and hate each other and like despise one another and it's nice to finally watch a movie about a couple that seem to actually get along pretty well yeah it is nice <laughs> turns out it's them against the world yeah exactly i don't like that kind of like dynamic i'm yeah. a big fan of the whole like especially if they're villains like i love or like villainous with just like it's cool or it's just like a couple people you know uh, downtrodden uh working against the man yeah you know also based on real life people yeah although i'm pretty sure this takes quite a few uh, creative yeah, liberties. I've, I've i've poked in the imdb trivia <laughs> to see some things and it's like yeah they didn't do some of these yeah acts they've been like some of them some people who may have done crimes mm-hmm. had um maybe some of their acts attributed to bonnie and clyde instead of oh, themselves oh that's interesting so that's a cool idea. Yeah, like taking other people's other. They're really sort robbers. of this big, yeah, this big sort of like because it's it's it the names the name is it's all it's always weird seeing these two actors uh Faye Faye Dunaway Faye Dunaway and, and uh, oh Warren Beatty Warren Beatty yeah uh, they're when they're calling each other Bonnie and Clyde it's always very strange to me why I don't know because it is it feels it feels very much. It, it, the acting is very good in this movie, and the, and the very the way it's directed is very naturalistic. Because the minute they start calling each other by those names, to me it feels like kids in 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 like dad's clothing trying to like you yeah. know play characters. It's all it's weird because the name Bonnie and Clyde has permeated through so yeah. much pop culture that anytime someone says it in a movie, they're like, "We're like Bonnie and Clyde" or whatever. It just seems like yeah. a joke. Yeah. Well, when you see an actual like movie about it, it's yeah. like, wait, oh, well, this is the actual. This people. really reminded me of like a better version of that infamous movie we saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, you know, Bella Thorne. Not a not a high bar. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it very much is like, oh, this is what those movies are trying to accomplish. Yeah. Like, this is what they're trying to reach for. I guarantee, I don't remember much about Infamous. I try to forget so much about that movie. <laughs> but um, I guarantee at one point they said, uh, we're like Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, I'm sure they did. We're influencer Bonnie and Clyde. I'm sure he was probably called, I mean, it was called Dean or something. Either way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie was interesting to me too because I watched it, I, well, I watched this movie like twice, but I watched the first 15 minutes and then I stopped because I didn't like it very much. Huh? I didn't like I didn't like the opening of it very much. Interesting. And then and then I, I like took a break. And then the next day I watched the rest of it, and I loved it. I was like, whoa! There's something there's something about like the first fifteen minutes that like sort of threw you off. And then the rest of the my half of the movie was really good. And then I rewatched it and I wound up liking it even more. Huh? Interesting. Um, and I think it's because. The, the movie, uh, no, this is a phrase people uh, like to throw around. This movie mm-hmm. likes to subvert expectations quite a bit. Ah. Uh, and I think that's what I was sort of surprised by because you see, uh, you know, Clyde, for instance, and you think he's like this sort of like badass womanizer, you know, gotta, can't keep it in his pants, you know, mm-hmm. Tomcat. But like, and that's what I originally thought. So when he was like acting all cool and he was like trying to like tell Bonnie how to dress. Uh, I was like, oh, this fucking asshole. This guy's a fucking asshole. I don't like this guy. But then you learn. I don't know if you're aware in your half of the movie. He seems to be impotent. Hmm. He can't actually have sex. He has some kind of issue with him physically. So apparently there's rumors that um, 
Clyde might have been gay. Maybe. Or, or bisexual. That's what I heard, too. Oh, uh, that could be a reason, too. Yeah. Something like that. But who, I don't know how real that is. I know that he basically wasn't impotent in real life. This was a, a choice made by Warren Beatty. Uh, okay. Or maybe the writers or whatever. To make the character a little more interesting. Because originally, I think there was actually supposed to be like a three, like a, like a, tr- a, a thruple. It was going to be Bonnie Clyde and I don't know who else, but there was going to be some other person that they were banging around with. Huh. And uh, Clyde was supposed to be bisexual or something. And then Warren Beatty, who at the time was well known for being a Tomcat womanizer sort of dude, was like, I want to play against type. I want to be this guy who is like a badass, but, you know, he's not he's not like he, he, he can't actually have sex. He's he huh. seems impotent. I think it's and he says early on in the movie, too, he says, I'm not weird or anything. I'm not into boys, he says. Which, I mean, maybe he's also trying to, like, avoid it. Right. But for me, at least, there seems to be a genuine affection or love between these two people. I almost thought maybe he was, a, like, asexual as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that, too, because for a while, like, they seem to have a relationship. But, like, there's another couple in the crew, yeah, in my yeah. half, that seem to have more of, like, a standard husband and wife kind I, of relationship. I think that you'd that's see uh, Clyde's brother. Yes. Right? Yeah. And his wife. And his wife. I can't remember. It's on my head. Oh, God. What was it? Well, Claudette or something? Uh, Blanche. Blanche. Blanche it. and Buck. I'm sorry. I just opened up IMDb to look and just a giant picture of Zack Snyder's Justice League popped up. <laughs> and it, it really just, it really threw it me really for a loop. It really knocked you, yeah. It really threw me for a loop. That that was my scene of getting shot with a bunch of bullets. <laughs> just my Spoilers. Riddle, just my riddle corpse. That's the thing. Everyone knows how this movie ends, yeah. right? Like, it was kind of no hard way. to avoid. It's hard to avoid the spoilers of this movie. That's the been... body of Clyde die. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, um yeah, it's Blanche and, and Buck. Blanche and Buck, and then there's a guy named CW. CW, yeah, he's the driver. Very easy to remember that name because CW is home to great shows as Riverdale and Supergirl <laughs> and all that stuff. So very easy to remember. Shocked his name. they haven't made a Bonnie and Clyde CW. <sighs> yeah <laughs> it'd sure be hard because days. like you know at some point they're gonna die so yeah everyone dies we <laughs> have to kill them on screen i mean i guess it's like a lot of movies. well not if it's like modern day you know you you take classic modern uh classic bunny clyde you bring him modern day you make him sexy you know Boom. Nobody cares about the nobody cares about them the, going to the die historical accuracy at that point. That's true. It's not even like Bonnie and Clyde. The movie was very historically accurate either. No. And, and so what was right. So what I was getting at, too, is it's like I think Warren Beatty specifically said he made he, he wanted to play Clyde as impotent. I like the idea that he's sort of like asexual, like this idea that he's not actually attracted to like men or women uh-huh. or or that he doesn't he has no interest in having sex. Yeah. Uh, but. I, it's very strange because he does love Bonnie. Like mm-hmm. there is very much a, like an affection for Bonnie, and if anything, Bonnie seems to love Clive Clyde even more because it's like it's clear that she wants desperately to have sex with him. But the fact that like she has to just accept this part of his personality it's or kind of like, part of his yeah. like yeah, just part of him. It's very asexual kind of like then. Yeah, or, I don't know. I it was it was sort of. Took me by surprise, especially for a movie in the mid '60s. Yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, this movie was groundbreaking for a lot of reasons, right? Like, I was, was looking up about it. Yeah, it, it feels like a modern day film. It, yeah, it's one of the first movies to like present like lots of. Well, I don't know about. I didn't see any sex in my scene, but like lots of violence. Very. Like, vi- oh the, my god, the violence in the movie is nuts. Yeah, it's it's disturbing. It shocked me. Like, but, but yeah. I think it's used to great effect. Oh yeah. Um, um, also, just the naturalistic way the movie is shot. I, I looked up a little bit, and it seemed like the writer and director was very inspired by the French New Wave at the time. Mm, which I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which would also impl- uh, it shows a lot in the editing as well. The like quick cuts, the cuts in between action. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wrote down too some of the way the shots are framed too. Like they're clearly oh, yeah. set up just to like be more of dramatic effect than like actual like uh, realism. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote down the editor Dee Dee Allen. She was apparently one of the first film editors to get her own like the uh, you know obviously there would always be credit for the editor, but she got her own title card. Oh wow! At the very beginning, it was one of the first times an editor ever got that. Apparently, uh, she was a like triumphantly successful popular editor she edited dog day afternoon she edited the breakfast club you know wow. she was a massively uh, uh um, uh a massively inspirational like editor who like really challenged gender norms but also like the ability to edit a film and what you can do with it uh she was one of the first people to do to take sound from a scene that was coming up and overlay it at the end of a scene that was huh. still playing so yeah and and you can see a lot of her experimenting with editing in this film some not to great effect but like overall i was just like wow this is like so different like it felt so like new you know yeah very i was really impressed i was really impressed with this film yeah i think it's pretty good i don't think it's my, like my favorite movie ever yeah um but it's it's not, uh, not a bad movie at all no. i think it definitely holds up yeah for the most part like there's nothing really is that really that problematic in it either uh yeah i guess not uh yeah i mean and a lot of the th- well because you're also following around a bunch of like bunch of a bunch of like criminals, criminals. <laughs> yeah uh yeah like uh, I don't know. Like, well, so what do you like about what do you think about Bonnie and Clyde? How do you like these these two as characters? As characters, I think they really commanded the screen a lot. Yeah, I think, especially Faye Dunaway. Yeah, yeah, like she's great. She could definitely tell all her motives, even from just the way she's acting. Yeah, um, she's incredible in this film. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, uh, Warren Beatty's also great, and yeah. it's interesting considering he's the producer of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that he had so much creative control to kind of make the movie fit kind of how he was gonna. How he wanted to, to do it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they, yeah, I mean, they're the classic duel, right? Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. I really can't say more good things about it because it's just like, I felt so natural. It did. And, um, it, that was so weird is it did feel really natural. Like, I thought this movie was going to be just like, oh, let's this will be a lot of fun. Let's go robbing banks and shoot people. And I was really impressed by all of the bits, the interstitial bits in between of just like, you know, Bonnie and Clyde trying to have sex with each other or like Bonnie and Clyde like just talking or uh them uh talking to buck i loved buck hmm. gene what's his name fucking christ i can't believe i forgot his name the guy who plays buck the guy who plays buck well yeah i, I thought buck was all right i didn't know too gene hackman. much about him oh gene hackman gene oh, yeah. hackman plays buck just one of the craziest performances i've ever seen this guy is gene hackman really doesn't give a fuck if you think he's like if you didn't think he was acting like he i really loved buck like he just felt like a real person and just knowing who gene hackman is like yeah yeah blanche was just awful i hated her yeah that was that was the point yeah that's yeah. <laughs> just like her but like i don't know man like everyone i don't know was cw just... is also like a very strange person character yeah he definitely has a bigger role than i thought he would i was curious if what was gonna happen at the end because in my half he just seems like he's just like a mechanic that they pick up because they need a guy to be like the getaway driver and a guy you can like fix up like cars but clyde is the getaway driver clyde's so good at driving he mentions he always gets away oh well I mean... always gets away mike <laughs> Well, yeah. Do you know how Bonnie and Clyde met each other? No, I did not. Please explain. Let me tell you a movie. bit about the beginning of the movie. Uh, Bonnie is bored and ah. naked in, at home. We see her she's just like head to toe naked. And I'm like, wow, what a great way to start a movie off. Just like. I don't know, know how you weren't on board already. <laughs> 15 minutes boring. They just start off with a bang. <laughs> yeah. And so and she's just like, she's just like laying around her bedroom and she's. They have this great shot of her like behind the bars of her bed, and she just feels like she's trapped. Is there actual nudity, or is it just like? Well, we don't see anything. Okay, but, but it's like, just implied. We see her 
behind from behind and we see like the fact that she's not wearing anything oh, yeah. uh i was just curious because i noticed it said in the uh, a couple things i looked up it's like known for sex and uh violence more yeah so. i don't I think know there's any nudity, nudity. No. but just still in the 60s probably just big big deal just showing the act of it or like i'm pretty like sure that. you see her butt and i'm just like wow that's okay i guess this is a 60s movie where you're just showing a butt off Influenced by French New Wave, baby. <laughs> exactly. And so she's naked. She looks out the window. She sees Clyde trying to steal something from her mom's car. Mm. And that's how they are introduced to each other. And she's immediately like, like taking a, like, like take it. Like she's like infatuated with him because he's like a bad boy. And so, <laughs> yeah. they, so they, and so they talk and then he's like, I just got out of prison for armed robbery. And, uh, he's able to like totally figure her out. He's like, you know, you have a job that you hate. You're like a waitress. And maybe you uh, fell in love with a guy, but he couldn't give you everything you wanted. And, you know, you're bigger than a lot of the stuff that you're that that's around you. And, you know, she is, is so and he also says, I don't know if this comes into play later. He was so he was arrested for armed robbery, went to prison and then try in order to get out of manual labor. He cut off two of his toes. Okay. Does this come into play later? Mm, it shows that he has a limp. That's about it. Okay. Well, there you go. So he cut off two of his toes to get out of manual labor. But then later on, we learn. Uh, when he's talking to his brother Buck, that he cut his toes off, and then two days later he got off for parole, so oh. he didn't need to do that. <laughs> Which I'm like, that sums up Clyde perfectly. Yeah, like, it really does. He like, thinks he goes... he's really clever and a sneak, and then it just fucks like. He... But has no patience. No, I yeah. think that's the thing. He that doesn't really true. have any patience about stuff. So that's true. Like we're just gonna go. We're gonna do a thing. He does that a lot. Like later on, there's this bit. I, I loved it because it felt so natural. He's talking to, he's talking to Bonnie when they're all living together. It's like. Them, them two, Buck, Buck's wife, Blanche, and CW, they're all living in a house together. And and Bonnie's like, I just want it to be me and you. I want it to just be us to lo- alone together. And he's like, I always feel like we're alone together, even when we're not. And she's like, do you really mean that? And he's like, I'm hungry. Let's eat. And mm. it's just like, it feels like such a real conversation. Like, he just wants to get out of it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He has, like, no patience whatsoever. No. Uh, anyway, so um, they she doesn't believe. That he can actually rob anywhere. So he actually just robs a place in broad daylight and shoots a gun in the middle of the street. Uh, takes all the money. It's amazing how much he gets away with for so long. It's nuts. It's really nuts what he gets away with. But uh, this is like what? This is in the third? During the like, Depression. It's like, yeah, so it's like the 30s, right? So yeah. um, they don't have cameras or you know, or uh, fingerprinting, I don't think, at the time. They don't. But they do have like photographs. Ah, uh, yeah, well. So, well, yeah. So when, uh, when he starts when they go on their reign of terror and they start like killing people or hurting people, th- the people that live end up like seeing photographs of Clyde and like end up like going like, that's him. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. And so that's sort of how they, they, they run into each other. Uh, they hmm. meet up with CW. It's interesting how many people they recruit through crime. Yeah. How do you mean? Well, um, I guess they try to recruit people and be like, Hey, you want to join our gang? Like after they steal a car from them or something like that. Mm. Is that ever anything that happened in your half? Well, yeah, I guess they recruit CW by, you know, just, they, yeah. they, they mention to him like, Hey, this is a stolen car. Do you want to join our troop? And then he ends up stealing money from the mechanic place that he's working at. There you go. That's pretty great. Uh, and yeah. And then they kill a cop, but just shooting him in the fucking face. Damn. All it was, right. It was fucking crazy. And then this was actually, this was one of my Th- favorite. That parts. was one thing I thought about in this movie. Sorry to interrupt. No, you guys but, um, I was wondering if they actually did like kill anyone. Yes. But cause in my half of like they kind of like seem to be kind of good. Quote yeah. Unquote, good robbers. Right. Um, they do seem like they don't want to kill people. Yeah. But they, if they have to, they do. They will. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, right. So what, what I was going to say is in this bit, they, they, they kill a cop and then they drive back to their like getaway place. And this part was so good because this is where you realize how much they like truly love each other because 
I at this point I was like Clyde is a dick. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He, he's just he, taking advantage. He's just taking advantage of her. But then he's like, hey, "Look, Bonnie, like they're looking for me. They're not looking for you. If you want to leave, please do. Like I don't want you to get all mixed up in this." You know, this if, if this isn't what you want, you can escape now, essentially. And she doesn't want to. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, it, life's going to be tough and we're going to be on the run. And, you know, it's going to be it's going to be really, really hard out there. And she's like, do you promise? You know, so she still thinks this is like fun. And he gives her an out like multiple times and she never takes it. And it's just like that part was really sweet. Like it was. It's nice of him to do that. And I think it also shows a lot of her character about just like i'm so bored in my current life i just want some excitement no matter the cost it's also cool because she doesn't seem you know like uh like an ingenue like she doesn't come across as like someone who is like innocent and doesn't know what they're getting into and wasn't given the opportunity to leave like it seems like even if she doesn't really know what she's getting into she's she's seen firsthand the violence yeah. that this life will will, will create and true. she's fine with it she got the sample pack and she's like i'll buy the whole thing I'm in, yeah exactly i'm in for i'm in for it and uh so yeah and then they enlist buck and buck's wife buck's wife is awful so how do you know buck how buck do, is, is his brother is his brother so he just goes by and is like hey bro you want to come hang out and do crimes yes basically because i guess because you just got out of prison so yeah he's like hey exactly and yeah and then uh yeah Oh, Buck kills a cop also when they when they escape because the cops find out where they where they're staying. Okay, and they kill a cop and they leave. And then there's one part, the part that's uh, really close to your half, uh, where they are driving around and then they have to like pull up to the side of the road because Clyde has to take a piss. And then a cop shows up and then they hold a gun to the cop's head and they take a photo with him and it's like. Bonnie and Clyde and like Bonnie kisses the cop to sort of like humiliate him. He's like, we're not going to kill you, but you're going to wish you were dead because, you know, is it a specific cop? Does he have a name? I can't remember. Probably. He's got a mustache. Like hard. Oh God. It's called like Hammer. Possibly. He has a mustache. It looks like hammer, but it's Hammer. I I don't know. Okay. Yeah. He's got a mustache. Uh, And so he, they take a photo of him and then he spits on Bonnie's face and then Clyde starts beating him up and they leave him. Uh, in a tiny boat on the river, and that's basically the end of my half. Huh, interesting. Yeah. How many? So many places do they rob in your half? That's the thing is they say do they've they... been robbing a lot of places, but I think it's the same as you say, where like a lot of people are robbing places and they just attribute it to them because I've only seen them rob maybe three. So there's places. no like time cut or anything. No, where they're just like here's a montage. There's no montage. Stuff. Interesting. You just sort of, and that's actually kind of cool too because one of the other things that makes the movie feel very natural is when they when they for, first began robbing banks because it seems that. A lot of places that Clyde used to rob were like grocery stores. Mm. But then when he starts robbing banks, you can see he's nervous to do it. Like he's never actually done it before. And he's he's scared. And then as they keep doing it, they become a little more confident. But every time something goes wrong, like uh, when they first robbed their first big bank together with Buck, they don't hear they don't hear him. He they he like walks and he's like he's like, hands up, there's a robbery, and no one who pays attention to him. And then mm. he says it a little louder. Um, which is interesting. That is interesting. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, but they, they, they're reading the newspaper and they're like, they robbed this place and this place and this place. And I was like, I think they've only robbed like two or three. Like I, I don't remember them robbing that many places. So it might be a case of them attributing to it, or maybe we were just not seeing it. Yeah. Maybe it's like just another way of doing them quote unquote montage. I kind of like, like it. it. I kind of dig this idea of like, we're not seeing all of their, their robberies. We're just sort of seeing the lives in between them because it's almost like the movie. Again, it's like bucking convention. Like you think a movie about Bonnie and Clyde is going to be about them robbing places, but it's yeah. really more about them and their lives on the lamb. You know, I can't imagine a movie being very interesting. If it was just a bunch of montages of them on, uh, robbing stuff like that'd be pretty boring. That would be really boring. Infamous. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> so my half there, I'm introduced to the, what they're called the borrow gang. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird name. That's their last name. 
Ah. Clyde oh. Barrow or whatever oh. his name is. Mm, okay. Yeah. I thought it was because they might have been like borrowing money. And That's a cool idea. Or something. But no, okay. They're just called that because last name. Yes. Fair. Um, yeah. He, uh, they rob a bank and uh, this is, they, sit, they ask an old man, hmm. like, hey, is this your money or the bank's money? He's like, oh, it's my money. Like, oh, you yeah. can keep it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the some, other thing. Which is something that I read is not something they did. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> it puts that old man on their side and they also shoot near a cop when he's like going for a gun. They don't kill him. So mm. I'm like, oh, these are good guys. Right. So it's very interesting hearing your half. But they like, just no, straight up murder kill people. murder. Yeah. They just murder cops. Um, um, but they don't murder. They don't murder innocent people most of the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, did they ever murder someone who wasn't a cop? No, they hurt a guy real bad that wasn't a cop, but he okay. was attacking Clyde at the time. Okay. They've only really seemed to murder just, cops. Just curious. Uh, and then, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention too. They really do try to hammer home this idea that they are essentially just trying to rob banks. They're not trying to rob people. Yeah, yeah, not um, businesses or whatever. Because the movie opens with them. They're they're at they're like staying at like what they think is an abandoned house, and it is abandoned because it's been taken by the bank from these Okies, mm. and they're these these this family, and they're like it used to be ours, but it isn't ours anymore. And then he he can see that he, they're starting to get this idea of like if we rob banks, it's essentially like we're doing not really even like a Robin Hood because we're not giving it back to people. No, but we're taking it from people who are bad. Right, exactly. Yeah. We're taking it from people who have the money and they don't need it. Yeah, which so. is but they keep mentioning the fact that like these are hard times when this is over, we'll we'll stop, we'll give it up, which yeah. is interesting that they said it during I mean, obviously there's no way to set it during the depression because it's actually happened like right. during the depression times. Which makes sense. You know, a lot of not a lot of money going around. You're exactly. gonna go and steal money from places and including banks right um so yeah so they steal this they i will say this too Hmm. when they will sometimes hold up or steal grocery stores but they'll only take food they'll never take like actual money from Mm. them which is interesting i think that works except perhaps the grocery store paid for that yeah so it's not really great yeah you've also been stealing money from banks use it to buy yeah Uh, they do do that later on early on when they don't have money they uh, only steal food, but not money. Okay. But then when they do have money, they just start buying from grocery okay. stores. Okay. I mean, I guess, sure. But also they're dumb. Like, Buck is dumb because he's like, I want 50 crates of Dr. Pepper and I want all these things. And I'm just like, well, what with what money are you buying this with? You know? Like, you can't do that. Yeah. So He's not he's not the smartest. No. But he's a lot of fun. Yeah, like he's Buck. fun. Yeah. He's fun. Um, okay. So then they, they get away. They're chased around by cars. It's funny because it looks like... Like Clyde is driving, but it's like barely looks like he's driving. He's just kind of like sitting there <laughs> yeah. Chilling. There's a lot of rear screen projection. Yeah, and it's not it's not the best, but no. whatever. Yeah, um, for the time. Uh, so the cop, the old man, get interviewed. They get a photo. They get more prestige, and then they're hanging out in the field. And Blanche is like, "Hey, Buck, I want to start getting cuts of things." Mm. Like Bonnie gets her own cut with Clyde, but I don't get my own cut. Right. And so Buck, Blanche is asking for this? Yes. Ugh. So Buck brings it up and Bonnie's upset and she has this whole thing that I don't know if you saw this in your half, but she wants to give money to her mom. I did not like, know that. Okay. Cause yeah. she's really upset about not being able to see her mom anymore. Yeah. So she's like, I want to give money to my mom and Blanche gets this stinking money. Like I really, when can we go back? And Clyde's like, um, not ever really. I don't think. <laughs> Because it's your mom. Yeah, Clyde is always, like, he's very, again, he doesn't really like to think through what he says. So he he will sometimes take positions against Bonnie. Yeah. Like, he'll stand up for his brother or sometimes Blanche even. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Blanche sucks. Don't do that. That's fair. (laughs) So then they need a new car because this one's all shot up. Mm -hmm. And then they say, like, the oil pan is messed up, says CW. So they go find a new car and they steal it. 
from a rich guy mm. played by Gene Wilder. What? This is his very first role. Really? Is him getting his car stolen. Really? Um, yeah. I guess I did see his name in the opening credits, now that I think about it. Yeah. It's, it was really weird seeing him. Is he playing like Willy Wonka Gene Wilder? He looks like him, but he's not really. He's more toned down, oh, obviously. Okay. Um, he's not doing somersaults? No, not, not yet. Purple suit. Oh. Um, so... Uh, he was gonna. So he gets to the car with his wife, mm. uh, Gene Wilder. His name is Eugene, by the way. Eugene Wilder. Easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they're like, we're gonna go chase him and get their car back. They're like, no, okay, we should turn around and get the police. So they turn around and try going to the police, but then the gang turns around and with the car and tries chasing them and kidnaps Gene Wilder and uh, his wife mm. and or I guess girlfriend. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. A lady. A lady. Um. Significant other. Yeah. And so, Partner. yeah. And they're driving around and they start talking and they're actually quite friendly and nice to them. They're not like really mean at all that they kidnapped them. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, how old are you? Uh, Velma is his wife's name. Uh-huh. He's like, how old are you, Sass Bonnie? And she's like 33. And Gene Wilder seems really shocked, which is weird. Mm. I don't know why he's shocked, but he is. By your age? Yeah. Mm. Um, then they get burgers and hang out and just mm. eat burgers in the back. They're having a good time. Burgers in the movie look so good. And then they and then they randomly ask, like, hey, Gene Wilder, like, what do you do for work? And you want to join our crew? He's like, I don't think I want to join your crew. And they're like, I'm actually an undertaker. And uh, Bonnie's, and Bonnie's like, mm, I don't like this. And then kicks him out immediately out of the car. <laughs> I don't Damn. like their Undertakers because this is, this is really cool because the actual so they did in real life capture someone mm. and um like kidnap them kidnap them I believe but the person who they kidnapped was an actual Undertaker oh and he made a joke I believe he's like at one point um I might have to work on your bodies or something like that <laughs> and turns out he did when they got killed. <laughs> In, the, in real life. In real life. Shit. So they have. I think that's why they wrote this character because he really doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's such a like cool and creepy part about like picking up like someone. actual history. Yeah. Um. That they that's wrote it in. Yeah. Very interesting. <coughs> so then Bonnie, of course, demands to see her family still, and so right. they go to Sakuda family, and I guess she has kids. Is this in your half? Maybe it's like her brother's kids or something. <laughs> Maybe. But there are like kids there. They're all hanging out with the mom, the kids. Bonnie's hanging out there. The Bucks playing with some of the kids in this like random open field somewhere. It kind of feels like a uh, quarantine hangout. Like, this you is going to go really far away from everyone and like hang out. This is me. Like in my half, I never see her mom. I never like she's alone in her house. I thought she was lying about her mom existing. Oh, weird. No. So her mom's there and they're like explaining to her like everything. And she's upset about this whole thing. She's upset. Mm. She, Obviously. And. My daughter's and, in a life of crime. And Bonnie's like, don't worry, we'll quit when all the hard times is over. Mm. And then we'll, I, I, Once quarantine's over, it'll yeah. be all good. And Clyde's like, yeah, she said, like, when he's older, um, I'll live. She said she won't live with, or will live within three miles of you. Like, she said she can't live, like, bear to live long term without being near your mom. No. And her mom's like, if you live three miles away from me, you won't live very long, dear. Oh. <laughs> because they're all watching her house. They, right. The cops know at this point. Um, Damn. Which is like a very real thing. And it kind of, I think at this point, cements in Bonnie's mind that like, oh, this is real. Yeah. This isn't just fun and games anymore. Like, this is actually having consequences on my life and my family now. Mm-hmm. Um, So she gets sad. Yeah. And they go to the next gang hideout. And... um. Clyde's talk to her, Clyde's basically talking to her about like you know in this life you can't really have a family you're kind of on your own like the only family you have is also put in immediately dan- in danger like us right 
And then CW and Blanche go into town to buy something. And Blanche talks about how much she loves Buck and is like, I want to like love that guy a lot. CW's like, that's cool. Well, we're <laughs> going to go buy something. And he like reaches his hand up in the store and they see some guy sees that he has a gun on his shoulder oh. or on his, in his stomach area. Yeah. And they go and tell the cops because of that. Right. And the cops follow him basically back to the hideout. And this is the part where it's a little dicey, but uh, it, it's dicey. A, well, what happens is, is they get up there and they knock on a door, and um, Blanche says, "The people you want are two doors down." <sighs> basically, rat like basically rats them out. Fucking Blanche. And they just start shooting like crazy. The cops just start loading into the cabin or like the place they're staying at. And they all try to escape and try to get into a car. And I'm just like, how are you guys escaping? There's like, there's like <laughs> at least 30 people with machine guns just shooting into this like yeah. empty house. You're fucked. Like someone should get hurt. Well, luckily, I mean, not luckily, but uh, luckily, uh, Buck gets shot in the head. Whoa. Um, but he seems okay. What? Kinda. <laughs> and then Blanche gets shot in the eye. Good. And uh, yeah, so they just keep shooting. Everyone's blasting and then they get away. Hmm. Luckily. Um, and they're going to swap out cars. They steal a new car and they're like in the middle. This is pitch black now. Mm. Or it's been pitch black, I guess. There's just this light of two car headlights lighting the scene. Mm. And you see Buck get out and he's just like all messed up. You know, I mean, he has a hole in his head and he just starts <laughs> talking about like he's laying on there and he's just like, the only thing he says is, I think I lost my shoes, Clyde. I think the dog got him. And it's just a really gorgeous <laughs> shot of everyone just being like, you don't really understand what's happening there. You have a hole in your head and he's just yeah. like, you think that everything's gonna be okay? Yeah. Um, Damn. And so I, I thought they were gonna like get in the car and drive off, but they kind of seem to stay there till the morning, which gives them enough time for the bet the, the, the cops, cops to like surround yeah. them and just start blasting at these. They're just out in the open field. All these cops are in the bushes, just shooting at them. Holy shit! While they're in this field, and they try to drive and run away, um, but they leave. Um, they leave Buck and Blanche, I believe. Mm back there because Blanche at this point realizes that she can't actually the, the night before she realized she can't see she's blinded <laughs> right um and so they all start driving away Clyde gets shot in the arm um they the car gets like just riddled with bullets they have to bail out of the car and run into the woods as wouldn't as men keep shooting them shooting the car up mm. um uh it's very it's very distressing seeing this part where Blanche and Buck get caught in the crossfire they don't get shot but Blanche keeps screaming, like, don't die, don't die. To and Buck? To Buck, as he's just dying and bleeding out. Jesus. From his head. Like, it's funny how long he lived. Like, he's still alive, <laughs> but they're being shot in the head this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably even worse, because it must be in a lot of oh, fucking sure. pain. Yeah. And uh, Blanche and Buck get, uh, get caught while they're trying to escape a stream. Some guys, some cops are shooting at him and shoots uh, Bonnie in the arm. Mm. And... Um, so they're both injured and CW's the only one who's like good. Okay, so they steal yeah. another car and CW drives and drives through like a homeless encampment. It looks like, mm. but it seems like a, like a one that's just set up with a bunch of cars and they call them like, wow, is this is Bonnie and Clyde. I can't believe we get to take care of them. Mm. And they give them a little bit of like, I don't know, food and water and stuff like Some, that. Yeah, and then they, and then they go to CW's dad's house mm. and CW's dad's like kind of like a, I don't know, nowhere hit kind of guy. And he's like, oh, God, I'll help you guys out. But his dad is really upset about this tattoo CW has. I don't know if you've seen this tattoo at all. Mm, is it on his chest? It's on his chest. I barely remember okay, seeing so it. Okay, so that, that becomes a big sticking point for his dad. <laughs> okay, what is it of? Because CW 
CW's a very simple guy. He is. I don't. But remember, I like him. It's yeah. He's simple. Um, but he has a tattoo of like a dragon. Okay. I so he's basically and, like Ben Affleck. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and it's like, well, Bonnie thinks it's cool. And his dad's like, look, stupid. Your mom, if she was still alive, would be upset and turn in her grave. Jesus. And is very upset about it. And is like, I'm glad you're not dead. And I'm going to take you guys in now and like rest you up. And you guys can stay here for a while. Um, and they start reading the newspaper. The newspapers say that Clyde left his brother to die. Clyde is upset and really Damn. mad. And is like, I'm going to rob even more banks because of it. <laughs> That'll show him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and CW's dad starts to be kind of crappy because... CW was like, oh, my name's not in the newspaper. And Clyde's like, well, that's good. That means you're not like, yeah, no one knows who you are. Um, and CW takes him back like with his dad. They go inside. They talk for a bit. Mm. And he's like, his dad's like, you know, this guy, this Clyde is taking you for a ride. He doesn't even give you credit. In, like, they don't even credit you in the newspaper. Dude, that's he's a like, good he just, thing. And he's like, also, he made you get this stupid tattoo. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. So. Oh, man. Now we're introduced to, at least I'm introduced to this guy, this cop that's been driving around mm. called Hammer, which I think is the one that was probably. And he has a vendetta, of course, against Clyde. Mm-hmm. And he visits Blanche, who's in prison now, mm-hmm. or at least jail. And um, she, he's like, talks to her, and he rec- she recognizes him by his voice yeah. and holds his hand. And um, they're like, Oh, this. yeah, she's blind. She's blind, yeah, she can't Shit. tell. Yeah. So. He starts saying stuff like, you know, that Clyde led Buck astray. You know, <laughs> Buck was Buck was doing fine. You guys had a great life, and then you got it mixed up in all this. It's like, yeah, it's you, Buck Blanche. Who's that other guy's name? That other guy's name? Oh, oh, oh you mean? She starts to be like, oh, C.W. Moss. Yeah, him. And while she's like, I know, it's so sad. Like, I can't believe Buck's gone. My life's changed. I'm so sorry about all this. You know, life's just been real tough. And she's saying all this, and he's just walking gone. out the door. <laughs> That's because great. he can't tell. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he yeah. just wants the name. That's Because great. the name is going to reveal where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bonnie writes a poem. Yeah, Bonnie's like a poet. Yeah. They're not very a, good, though. No. Pub- <laughs> she publishes it in the paper, I oh. guess. And... Clyde is like, this is so romantic. You told him a story. Well, we'll be remembered forever. <laughs> Fair. We're watching it now. Yeah. And almost a hundred years later. Yep, that's <laughs> talking true. about these two people. We definitely didn't remember the people, but remember their names. Yeah. That's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Your name's been going to be written down as a meme it's going to be in basically every movie as a parody yeah. anytime a couple does something bad you're going to be that name how does that feel Clyde does that feel good I don't know if that was also, really also you're written. impotent yeah <laughs> um, so uh, they make out a little bit and they go home they talk about getting married Hammer started to get closer so now the next day um CW's dad comes up to CW and is like, hey, are you going to go in town with him today to get supplies? He's like, yeah, I always go in town and get supplies. He's like, well, don't go in this time. I made a deal with the cops. He's like, oh, you did? He's like, well, it'd be weird if I didn't go in. He's like, they just want, like, you'll be okay. I got you a much lighter sentence because I made a deal. Yeah. Um, If this happens, he's like, okay. Um, I still got to go into town. He's like, okay, well, hide then or something right like, okay don't get caught in the crossfire and it's like okay so he goes to the town and they're looking for cw when they're all getting back out their supplies going back to their car mm-hmm. looking for cw he's in a he's in some sort of hardware store and, and 
oh, Bonnie's like, I'm going to go get him. I'll get him. We got to go. But then a cop pulls up like right next to Clyde. And Clyde's like, oh, we got to go. We'll, we'll come back for him later. And <laughs> gets Bonnie in the car and they start driving off. That's great. And um, fucking, and, like, well, well, it's great because CW the whole time is watching from the hardware store. Like right. looking, making sure that they're like going to just leave him. Like just kind of abandon him. Right. And um, so they go back home. And they start driving, and they see uh, CW's dad. Mm-hmm. And his dad's like, hey, come over here. And they stop. They're like, what's wrong? He's like, well, I got a big flat tire. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, dang, do you have anything that could work? He's like, no, I got to – you can maybe hold this or whatever. But then uh, he just sees a car coming down the road with some folks in it. Mm. And um, CW's dad just dives under the car. <laughs> and then, of course, all – all these guns just appear from the bushes. There's unloads on, you know, Bonnie and Clyde famously. It's very shocking. (laughs) Very Um, bloody. Very bloody. They get shot up. Like, (laughs) I don't know if they were just having fun, like twitching on the ground while bullet holes were popping out of them. Like (laughs) it was, it was like an old gangster flick. Like just how, yeah. Yeah. Like the Godfather or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, they both, my boy, they both, these two guys get out of the car. They look and they're just like random people. They're not even cops. No. Um, and, um, yeah, that's in the movie. Wait, there was just, like, random people, like, shot them? No, the random people were just driving in the car. Oh. Like, the car that was coming by. I think it was, like, maybe a way to signal or something. Mm. Or, um, oh, no. You know what I think happened, actually, now I'm realizing it? I think the dad saw these random people coming and didn't want to get them hurt in the crossfire. Oh. And so he made the signal, which was dive into the car. I see. And then they shot him up. So they probably did that because these two, these are just two, um, just people, two people popping out and being like, what the, like, what happened here? <laughs> I just saw a massacre. Damn. But yeah, and then uh, you just see CW's dad get up and look around and be like, holy crap, like, you guys really hated him. <laughs> and the movie just ends. Shit. Wow. Crime doesn't pay, baby. That is, that is, that is stark. Yeah, it's, it's shocking. Like, it is a shocking ending. Like, there's no. Like triumphant music. Not even, not even that, but like, not even like a funeral scene. Not mm-hmm. even like everyone like, you don't know anything about uh, Bonnie's mom, you know. And I feel like movies back then would go through that sort of stuff oh, a lot yeah. more. Like, I think even now, like here's how characters were affected. And it's just like, no, they're dead. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of dig that because it is really yeah. like it's not about those people. It's really just about Bonnie and Clyde. Exactly. And now we know how it ended, so that's all we really need to know. It's also, Jesus. It's interesting because since these are based off real people. Clearly, people knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like a spoiler, not even just for this movie, but just for history. Right, exactly. Um, it's like at the end of uh, Lincoln, you're like, what's going to happen to him? <laughs> I don't know. The president was shot in another theater. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape history. So I think it was a smart move to just have it so sudden. Like, you know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you know it's going to happen, but you don't know when. You don't know if this is the time when they're going to get caught because there's so many different moments where they could... Like, during that whole scene where... Uh, they're driving around with Blanche and Buck and getting shot at, and they're still not You're getting like, hit. I'm like, these here. guys are gonna dead. Yeah. They two cops see them while they're crossing the river. These guys are dead. Like, right. So many moments where they could have died, but then it's just like, just being betrayed is the one thing that got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means, like, don't trust people if you're a criminal, I don't guess. Don't trust fucking Blanche. It's fucking well, like... Blanche, yeah, I guess Blanche did sell you out, but it was definitely the, uh, the dad CW's too. dad. Which, yeah. to be fair, if you had your son in part of this and you're like... Yeah. I just want my son to be okay. Like, I'm going to sell these two guys out who put my son into a life of crime and doesn't even give him credit for it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't give him credit. It's a silly I thing. do wonder how much, because CW must be making money off of this, right? <sighs> like the actual betrayal or? No, he must be making money off of the, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the robbery. Yeah. yeah. He gets a cut. Yeah. So it's like he's not, like, out of 
Like, you know, he's not like being taken advantage of. Really. No, exactly. Like yeah. he doesn't see it that way. His dad does. I don't right. know if his daddy really believes it or if he's just trying to like make it a wedge to be like, hey, why don't you not do this crime? Yeah, stuff he doesn't anymore. want to be a crime anymore. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. yeah, his CW's dad's an interesting character. Yeah, I think everyone's sort of interesting because everyone's so normal. Like, except for I think, Bl- well, I want to say Blanche is a normal. I want to feel like she, I, I, I almost feel like she's like a cartoon. But I, I know people like her. Like we all know people. So apparently. I found this out um, well, Google, Googling. Yeah, yeah. The real Blanche Barrow sued Warner Brothers over the way she was depicted in the film. Damn. In reality, Barrow was, uh, was the same. This is for a different reason. She was the same age as Bonnie Parker. Oh, wait. Uh, so it's just because she was older? And arguably better looking than her. Oh! She was also <laughs> not a preacher's daughter, which they mentioned multiple times. Oh, yeah. And had married, uh, had married Buck knowing that he was an escaped prisoner and twice divorced. So yes. it wasn't a shock to him or to her. Or to her. Yeah, there's a bit in my half that was really funny. I thought it, it really it really sort of showed us who Buck and Blanche were, where uh, um, Clyde's like, is it true that you escaped prison, Buck? And then Blanche talked you into going back in. And he's yeah. like, yeah, don't tell anybody that. Huh. And I'm just like, oh, that really sums up this like th- these two characters, where it's like Blanche is a saint to a fault. And, you know, and then Buck is also, like, so in love with Blanche that he's willing to sort of ignore, you know, her uh, problems. Yeah. 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 And I mean, obviously they aren't real. None of this is real, really. Very little of this is real. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's sort of it's just as far as like a story goes. I find that interesting. Also, like, man, that's kind of crazy that, like, Blanche was old enough to sue Warner Brothers. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, they're young, young, they're young when this time, probably, right? Like, they're probably in their 20s. Yeah, I guess like that's true. So it's only it's only been, what, this, you said this took place during the Depression. Depression. Like, so this was, movie was made in the 67. So yeah, well, she's probably older. Jeez. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. That's, yeah, that's, set, that's relatively. Set in 30. So it was about 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, she's still alive, but hmm. I wonder if she was actually blinded or not. Probably. I mean, I mean. That, that'd be funny, right? It's that she wasn't blinded. She just assumes that this actor is oh. ugly. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> if huh. she wasn't, yeah, she could have watched the movie and go like, I was way prettier than that, <laughs> I assume. Uh, um, apparently the shots, of, I guess uh, Bonnie tried to perform, give uh, Clyde a blowy. Um, yes but yeah that was my your, half of the movie that's your move in the network versions yeah i was kind of shocked by that i was that's like wow they're really getting away with there was a really long like i i, I skipped over a lot of bits in my half just because i wanted to get to the meat and potatoes but like in my half there is a bit a really extended bit where like clyde is sort of overcome with emotion of how much bonnie wants to be with him mm-hmm. and so then they try to have sex but they can't and then she sort of like tries to like get him into it more like by trying to like blow him and all that stuff. And he just sort of like pushes her away. And it's this very like just you just never see that kind of thing where it's just mm-hmm. this like really painful like bit of like of of like tension between these two people. And it was it was uncomfortable to watch because you just felt bad for everybody involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's even like a part where like Clyde's like, I didn't I didn't lie to you, baby. I didn't I didn't you know, I, I told you I wasn't I wasn't a lover boy. Um, it's just yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. But yeah. Huh. Um, I don't know. It, it really made these characters a bit more like be- beloved and like lovable. Some about them. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Quite yeah, enjoyed this no, film. I think the movie holds up pretty yeah. dang well. I see why it's a classic. Yeah. This is apparently the, uh, this came out like right when Roger Ebert was starting mm. and apparently he claimed it was the first masterpiece he'd seen on the job. Wow. Wow. So, and yeah, it only it, and then after that he watched Freddy Got Fingers. <laughs> yeah, right after in nineteen sixty seven. Yeah. It's the next film. Next film we watched, Freddy yeah. Got Fingered. Wow. I mean I'd say it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I There's think a it's a lot going for it's, it. 
definitely holds up a lot in culture, and I think it's one of those cultural touchstones that holds up. It's like it's just like pure American cinema, you know. Like you have yeah, like truly. it's just criminals like taking advantage of 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 the of the man, you know, taking it back to them, and, and then just full of violence, and having crime not get not pay in the end. Yeah, and it's I think that honestly though I kind of dig this sort of thing where it's sort of just like you're left to wonder like was this was was this right was it right that she that like these two are gunned down like wild animals you know without giving a fair trial at all yeah or with or with even just this amount of like violence towards them like is this this i mean they did kill cops like a lot yeah that's true i don't know killing people's kind of bad killing people's bad but yeah i just i yeah i don't know i I just sort of like but i like how the movies like leaving out because it's like you were you were like rooting for these people this whole movie you know and now they're just being like shot down you know like a pack of animals in the middle of the in the middle of the woods you know it's also like to me at least it really doesn't feel like the movie's focusing on the fact that they they shot and killed cops it seems more that they're angry that they've humiliated the cops you know yeah that's a good point like the guy who well i guess if you're dead you can't really come back for revenge but um yeah (laughs) yeah, being humiliated sure that definitely hurts the cop's ego for sure that seems more to the point but also my thing is i don't know if these characters motivations behind their crime really put me as like too much empathy because mm. they just seem to be kind of like you said bonnie was just kind of in it for fun right exactly she was bored yeah exactly like, that's not a great reason to get into crime it's not because like oh i want to like feed my family or give my stuff to my mom yeah like sh- she mentioned that way later that, yeah oh yeah. yeah i should probably help yeah. my mom out i guess and and like uh clyde is just in just for kicks and i gotta say i actually really like the fact the movie doesn't establish these people as like there's a weird bit at the beginning where they kind of try to where they're just like oh these poor okies are like losing their houses we gotta we should take money from the bank but other than that one part there never seems to be a moment where like they're like we gotta fight for the little man we gotta take money from the rich it really is just like we we want money we want to be criminals it comes We're easy to, to do us. it yeah Might as well do it I almost kind of appreciate that level of just like blase attitude towards kind of like gives them a justification, right? Like it gives them a justification that they can have in their minds of, oh, we can now steal because it's just banks. Banks right. are evil. Banks aren't real people. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to take money from actual Fair. people. They're all federally insured, whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were back then, take... but. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they're taking money from people who are trying to make a living. That's what I think that's one, that's one of the things in their okay. head is like there's a lot of people out there who are. Trying to trying to scrape some some coins together now during a depression they're not being helped. Yeah, that's and true. I, I guess that's sort of the other thing, right? Is it's like this is a thing of like, like a nation was was starving and and poor and had no money, and this was the one way that they could like stay afloat is by stealing money from banks and you know and that's th- true. taking 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 shit in their own hands. You that's know, true. Why does, this is what they get. Yeah, why did Buck join? I think Buck joined just because he wanted to be with his brother. And I think they also just needed help. They needed okay. somebody else to be with them that knew what they were doing. Because hmm. um, Buck was also, like he also, well, like you said, he also went to prison. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's, he's known that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah. Um, Something else interesting about this movie Do is tell. Warner Brothers had such little faith in <laughs> yeah, it. I read this. You too. probably read this song because it's very top. But yeah. they had, that they offered uh, Warren Beatty like 40% of the gross instead yeah. of the minimal fee. Yeah. And then, of course, it was a huge success. And 50 then million. he made bank. He off made of this. bank. Yeah. Big money. Yep. Big money because sometimes you just you just get lucky, I guess. The other thing. So Warren Beatty and Faith Dunaway were the ones that uh, misread the uh, best, win, best picture nomination. 
for Moonlight. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot about that, but you're right. Years yeah. later at the 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 Academy Awards, 2008, 2018, 2018 or something. Yeah, yeah, 2000, yeah 2018. About that, you're they right. were they were yeah they were they were reading it off and it was so great because everyone blames Beatty for reading the name the the, the, the movie wrong. But if you watch the clip, he's clearly uncomfortable because he realizes they got the wrong card. It's true. And then Faye Dunaway took it and she's like, "It's Moonlight" or whatever the fuck. No, it wasn't. It was, it, they thought it, it was. Wasn't Moonlight. La La Land. It was La La Land. And then later on, they're like, no, you were wrong. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was wild. Buddy and Clyde stole it. Oh. Buddy and Clyde stole the card. It all comes back around. But why would they want to do such a thing? Because the banks. The banks. Those the dumb banks, banks. Those banks taking away those Moonlight uh, <laughs> moonlight credits or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because, because yeah, because the La La Land stole the award. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is, this is a good movie. Yeah, I, it's a good I, one. I think it's. And you know what? It doesn't ever feel slow. Yeah, it always keeps me moving, especially in my half. My half was like the whole time. When you were telling me, yeah, the plot, I'm just sort of like really impressed with what where where the movie went because I really wasn't sure where it was going to go. It feels so natural that I really can't guess where. I mean, I just assume it's going to end with these two shot up, but that's all I knew, you know. Yeah, right. Like that's the one thing you're gonna remember. Yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The only thing I would say is I do wish that the actors playing Bonnie and Clyde were a little younger (laughs) because boy howdy Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty are not they're they they I mean maybe it's also just because back in the day everyone just looked old but I'm looking at them I'm like you guys are not like star-crossed young lovers who have really I feel like I bought it I feel like I bought it pretty well I don't know but I mean they don't have to be that like I like you said I don't think people back then were they always looked older to they me. They did look older back then. I don't then, think there's yeah. anyone that looks young in the movie. Because I like don't that. know how old they were when they made the movie, but I, they just really they look old to me. Like especially with like Faye Dunaway, I thought she was like, oh, you don't look like like a teenager. Like you know, you don't look. You you look supposed to be a teenager though. Is she she's supposed to be like early twenties? Is what I well even then I don't think she's in her early twenties uh, okay. at the time. Um, I don't know. I bought it. Yeah, I bought it. It was good. I liked her. I think she was probably my favorite part of the part of the movie. I think she was like the the best. Uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I liked it. Guys, are there any other... Here's the other thing. This was a movie that's been on the list for a really long time. It's true. If there, Are there any other, like, classic movies that we have a blind spot to? Please email us at the, the email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Or, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and recommend movies there. Because there's, yeah. there's quite a few classics like this one that we had never seen before. Um, it really fills in just a lot of that space in yeah. Definitely knowledge. Like having seen this, I gained more of appreciation for how shit infamous was. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and if you like this episode and want to listen to previous ones, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five star rating and review. We'll read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is bad poetry written by Bonnie. <laughs> I almost dropped my phone. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but I enjoyed this. Your phone was scared at the uh, it was at the thought of bad, bad poetry, poetry by Bonnie because it's pretty bad. It was pretty bad poetry, pretty corny. But you know what? Whatever. That's not her main. That's her side gig. That yeah, her you know? main gig stealing I'm, money. I'm sure if she had Robin more Banks. time, she'd be great. But it takes time to get better at something. But fortunately, it ran out. <laughs> Just like the time <laughs> for this podcast. Good night, everybody. Yeah.